Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, and Bryce. we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we have come to, what did you call it, Bryce? <laughs> End of the road. <laughs> Voice miss, shout out. Yeah. Yes, yes, we have come to the end of the tennis season 2021. Bryce, it's been a eventful, incredible 2021, brother. How are you feeling, man? I'm exhausted, man, because, <laughs> no, and let me tell you what, you know, I think because of COVID, of course, um, yes. schedules yes. got changed and tournaments were during times of the year that they aren't normally and, you know, things were back to back and, you know, it was good. It was good yes. that the sport was able, oh, yeah. able to continue and to thrive. But, you know, if you're mm-hmm. covering the sport, you know, you can only imagine how the players feel in a year, right? Because they're going from tournament right. to tournament. Right. And when they're not playing, they're, you know, they're pretty much practicing. And, you know, you get to the end of the year like we're getting ready to do. And you'll have, what, like a couple of right. weeks off? <laughs> <laughs> I know basically you get two weeks off and then it's like, okay, here's the new right. year. <laughs> exactly. So, so this is a great sport that we have and we love it to death, but I think I really, really understand now what the players meant by there's truly no off season uh, for right, tennis. Right. Yeah. You're, you're exactly right, brother. Yeah. The minute you're done, you're kind of in the gym trying to bulk up or or get your fitness right for the next year. And like I said, it's only really, truly about four to six weeks that you have. Um, right. And yeah, that's that's about it. But um, yeah, it's it's been a great season, though. It's been really, really some uh, great storylines, a lot of great tennis that we have seen and uh, just looking forward and hoping for an even uh, higher level uh, going into 2022. And speaking of 2022, um, this is going to be our last episode for the year. Now, what we mean by that is this is the last episode that we're (laughs) going to be recording and talking about weekly results because everything's basically done now. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about, you know, the next gen finals. On the men's side, we're going to talk about the women's year-ending championship. We're going to talk about the men's year-ending championship. But other than world tennis kind of going on, and, you know, world tennis is almost kind of like it, – it, it's it's a level above exhibition status, I guess, maybe. Um, we're not going to be recording any more episodes. <laughs> but we are not going to leave you without content because – Uh, We have a slew of interviews we're about to hit you with. So uh, some of them you're just going to absolutely love. So uh, look forward to that at least, what, one interview per week at least? Yeah, at least. Yeah, we'll see how many we do um, and how many, of course, we, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. It it definitely will be one a week. So so anyway, uh, it's been a good season. A good year for not only tennis, but for Brothers on Tennis. And and so we're trying to work on things now for 2022 to continue to expand the brand, to continue to bring you guys tennis in a different capacity, in a different manner than you're used to getting it. And hopefully we continue to have fun with it. You guys continue to have fun listening to it. Um, 
2022 is looking bright. That's right. Very bright. All right. Speaking of bright, Mr. Isaac, (laughs) let's talk about our future and we won't go into the whole Whitney Houston, you know, song, but you know, (laughs) we had the next gen tournament that happened about a week ago. And um, so we let's, let's go ahead and pat ourselves on the back, even though it wasn't like a real big thing to be proud of. I think we called from like day one when we saw who was in the tournament. I think mm-hmm. we called the whole the final result. We said it's going to be Alcaraz versus Corda, and Alcaraz is going to win. That is what we said. That, yes. So I don't know what you want to say about that. Come on for the predictions. <laughs> <laughs> How about those predictions? No, I mean it, it. You know what? It was a really, really, really nice tournament for the young folks, the young ones. And uh, they battled hard. I think there were uh, definitely some surprises that Sebastian Baez, uh, he he, he mm-hmm. showed up and showed out. Because remember, he was the one, I think he was the one where of the other three, uh, well, no, the four, got, well, no, three, because we knew Gaston. We didn't know Rune, and we didn't know really the Sarundolo. Uh, at least I did. Yeah. Um, and so I wasn't too familiar with them, but, you know, I'm familiar with uh, Sebastian Baez now because he got up in there and, and he really, really um, showed it, showed, uh, uh, showed his game. It was really nice to see. He did. And you know what? And although Gaston took three L's, yeah, he had good matches. Yeah, it, absolutely. Absolutely. He, yeah. He played really well. Um, he, he, I mean, he should feel as good as you can feel taking three L's. Absolutely. Yeah, coming out of that Paris run that he had had, he should be extremely confident going into his offseason. That was was really nice. Right, right. So, like we said, we, you know, and and when we knew that center wasn't playing, we knew FAA wasn't playing. Based upon current form, there just was nobody that was on Alcarez's level. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, he 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 gave some pretty pretty decent beatdowns. I mean, he 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 beat down uh, Baez pretty good in the semis, and and like I said, uh, straight sets in the final. So you definitely, uh, you know, the guy has got some confidence right now. So he and Juan Carlos and his uh, team, they are going to be going into the off season, the very short off season, uh, but they are going to be looking to to really make some additional advancements so that he can come out and and produce even better results going into 2022. And I'm going to tell you who else had a good tournament was Brandon Nakashima. Yes, you know, he, did. he, he won two of his three matches. And, and if you've been paying attention, he's been winning more consistently lately um, and That's right. winning That's outside right. of world team tennis. Um, <laughs> so, and we know that there are a couple of pros that are very, very excited about him. So, I think coming out of the next gen, Alcaraz, Korda, uh, Nakashima, and really Gaston, even with the three L's, were the three that I really Mm -hmm. walked away saying, hmm, they they might all do something. I still think something's going on with Musetti right now. Yeah, I agree with Um, you. I I agree. and, And he can snap out of it, and I'm not exactly sure what it is, but he... Yeah, he he's not ha- he didn't have as good of a second half of the year as he had of the first. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. My thing with Musetti is I think he's going to be a bit like Roger and like Dimitrov in the sense that he's got a lot of tools and a lot and a very creative mind. He's going to have to figure out what his A game uh-huh. versus B game versus C game is going to be, uh, you know, being on the tour, because I think people are just able to kind of kind of pick him apart right now because he hasn't established what his true style is and how to switch between the different variations that he can have. So it's going to take him a little bit longer, but I agree with you. I think he's uh, kind of in a little, a little, a little slump, a little funk. Um, but hopefully, this little downtime will will get him right, and he can come back and produce some good results going into the new year. And let me just add this before we we get off of the next gen tournament. I am really excited about Alcaraz. I and I know we've mentioned this before. You know, and shout out to uh, Linnell and her you know, Nadal's dungeon boy guy. I, every time I see him, I think about her comments. But, you know, from where we initially thought he was just going to be a clay quarter to where we originally right. thought we weren't going to really see much out of him for maybe a couple of years. Um, he has broken out of all of that. And, and I think mm-hmm. he's somebody yep. players probably don't want to face. No, no. I agree with you 100%. And I think what you're seeing is, like you just said, it's that Nadal work ethic. Um, mm-hmm. He is a very disciplined, he looks to be a very disciplined young man. And again, like I said, I have mad respect for Juan Carlos Ferrero. So if he's working with you, that means you know how to work. And right. and again, that is the reason why he and Lindell <laughs> left Zverev. Um, but, <laughs> but really and truly, I do see a very bright future for him. And like you said, I think he's going to be a force on all surfaces. And that's the one thing that with Nadal, when he initially came out, there were some questions. Of course, he was a king of clay, but there was always that kind of transition that he would have to do for grass and for hard courts. I don't think that that's going to be the case for Alcaraz. I think he's going to be able to very easily transition between the surfaces and win. Right. I, I totally agree. So shout out to the next gen tournament uh, went exactly the way we thought it was going to go. And let's see if Alcaraz can make it to the regular year in uh, finals next year. All right. Come on. <laughs> All right. So let's let's bounce over to the ladies now. Yeah, let's talk the ladies. Right. So yeah. for the women, we had their year-ending championships down there in Guadalajara, uh, Mexico. Yes. And I believe going into this tournament, the word on the curb was Muguruza had never lost in Mexico before. Correct. Oh. <laughs> so um, as we looked at the two groupings they had, uh-huh. one of your initial predictions was you thought the finals was going to be Contivate and Bedosa. I did. And I'll be daggone if they weren't two of the four semifinalists. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bedosa fought a good fight. But I think when she got to her countrywoman and uh, uh, Muguruza was like, you realize I haven't lost here in this country, right? <laughs> um, and you know you're my countrywoman, so you know... I got them things for you, right? <laughs> 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 so she very, very uh, 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 dominantly uh, uh, took out my girl Bedosa. But 
man, but those had a great tournament. I mean, she really, really played some some good tennis. And and again, you know, outside of the you know the L, she took to to Sviatek, which is okay because Sviatek, right. you know, yeah. she was trying to get herself right, and 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 it was nice for her, in my opinion, to get a victory. Um, but I, I do feel like Badoza had a really nice tournament and uh, afforded herself well for the, being in the WTA finals for the first time. Absolutely. And then in the other section, you had mm-hmm. Contivate who, you know, ran through the good Pliskova, ran, ran <laughs> through Krajikova, who, by the way, Krajikova, I think she was just done. I think she had played so much tennis this year, singles and doubles. Yeah. I just don't feel she had the legs well, in the singles. Well, and remember, yeah, she played doubles at the finals as well. She so sure we'll did. talk about that. Yeah, because, you know, she, she did good there. <laughs> and, and I think, wasn't she the only person in the finals that also played the Billie Jean King Cup? Correct. So she she did too much. You know, when you you know you're like you're doing too much. Yeah, you're doing too much. You're doing too much, baby girl. (laughs) You're doing too much. You should have told the Billie Jean King Cup, hey, y'all, y'all can get along without me. I'm a peace out and I'm gonna go get me some rest right now because I got these singles and doubles that I need to play at the WTA finals. And I think they would have understood that. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, but but I think you're so right, Bryce. I just don't think she had the legs for both both of those competitions. Right. But uh, now what was interesting is in their group play, Contivate lost to Muguruza. And we've seen so many times that when a match goes one way in the round robin. Right. If they meet in the semis or the finals, so many times it goes the other way. But uh, that's right. Not this time. Um, (laughs) Because Contivate had a great win in the semis. Nice three-set win over Sakari, uh, which, but we know this is about yes. the, the time in a tournament that Sakari bows out. And then, you know, she got in the finals with Contivate, and um, it was a nice match, 6-3-7-5, but uh, she's still undefeated in Mexico. She is. She is. I mean, she really played a, a very aggressive dominant final and she 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 wasn't afraid i mean she went out there and she took that match because neither of the players played badly um it was just muguruza was just she was just too strong for her on the day right right yeah. so shout out to you muguruza because you know what why i'm happy for her is because she there were some point some points this year where she, she didn't step up because remember she started the right. year very strong and then, you know, mm-hmm. she just kind of yes. faltered a little bit throughout the year. But then, you know, she definitely ended on a high note. Right, right. It, it, it's similar to some of the other players like your Sakaris and your, um, 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 what's my girl, Sabalenka. She can be a little bit questionable at towards the end of a tournament. And this, to me, showed that she was really able to get over the finish line because that's what Annette Contivate has been doing for the last month and a half, two months. And she's just been putting it down and, you know, she's been running past the finish line, not even stumbling. And I think that for Muguruza, this may set up, set her up for a really nice 2022 run because I've just seen her in the past be very fragile when it comes to the latter part of a tournament. Cause remember she only, I don't even think she has 10 tournaments as far as wins. 
<laughs> which is dumb because, right. like I said, she's beaten our girls in two grandson finals. So for you to only have about 10 title WTA titles, that's a little off balance. Right. And that means that you're not getting it done towards the end of tournaments. Um, so hopefully this right. will be a little bit of a change for her and she can really get in there in 2022 and 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 get a few more tournament victories as she should because she has that talent. Yeah, she's definitely got the game. Yeah, uh, that's no question there. So I have an omission um, in the double. Yeah, man. So, okay. you know, shout out to the top four seeds making it to the semifinals. I mean, that's they all did their thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, but why did. come <laughs> I the number two seed? So you had to have done something throughout the year to be the number two seed at the year ending championships, right? You can't, you can't, they don't just give that right. to anybody, right? You had to have won some matches, right? I, I know where you're going. Go ahead. Why come? <laughs> I looked at those names, Shabahama and <laughs> Ayamama. I mean, I was like, who? I know. Me too. I, wait a minute. <laughs> I have a, t- I have a, t- I have a tennis podcast show that I do weekly. <laughs> you may have heard of it. It's called Brothers on Tennis. Right? And, Come on now. And I ain't heard of Shabahaba and Ayamama at all. I didn't know. I I I didn't know if they were I didn't know if they were juniors or if this was a senior tour. Right. Kamiko Date was about to come out from the back. I mean, I just how, how did I miss an entire year of them basically having almost beat almost everybody, right? To get the number two seed. Right. And I don't even know who right. they are. Yeah, this is a classic case of uh, sneaking under the radar, if I were to say, because I don't think that they got a lot of media coverage. And I think that because of that, we just never heard many of the announcers talking about them, and therefore we weren't even talking about them. So I but I did go back because I I agree with you, Bryce. I was kind of like, they're number two. I mean, I had right. <laughs> now don't get me wrong, I had heard of them, and you know, I've seen some results from them. I was like, I right, you know, they're doing their thing, but I did not. It, there is no way that if, if you had said what is the number two seed that I would have put them as the number, I thought they might have been eight, like they might have snuck in on the back right. on the back end of things. Right. They was like, Man, please, I <laughs> <laughs> we we own this thing. We number two, right? Right. But right, but, bruh, yeah, I, I saw them and that actually made me giggle inside because I was like, shame on you for not even knowing that these two girls were were the number two players in the world. <laughs> well, well, let me tell you who else didn't know they were the number two players in the world, and that was Shea Shway and Elise uh, Mertens when they right? drove them by the bakery and gave them the two whole biscuits <laughs> in the semifinals and said, go and get out of here. Go and get out of here. We ain't go trying to get play out of here. You. <laughs> right. Big names only in here. Thank you. Big names only. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so so shout out to them for making it to the semifinals. But I, yes. the finals ended up being the two teams that I thought should have been in the finals. I just should have been one and two. I, yeah. I, I didn't know Shea Shway and Mertens were number three. But um, and I do right. think Krachikova and uh, Sinekova, they should have won. And they did. Yeah. 
Most definitely. And they did. I mean, they have had an outstanding year. They play well together. Good, aggressive tennis. It's funny right. that Sinyakova, you know, it, she just plays a really good, aggressive doubles game. I like her doubles game a lot. Right. I really, really do. Right. And it's a good compliment to Karchikova because, again, her strokes are very clean. She's got that good power, very deceptive. I, yep. I just think that they are an outstanding doubles team. And like I said, they proved it because they was like, hey, give us our hardware. Right, hey. right. So, <laughs> look, if you're going to take three L's in a single singles, at least take the doubles title. Exactly. Yeah. She was like, yeah, I, I ain't worried about the singles. I'm about to lift up my uh, my, my, my title in the doubles and get my coins there. Because can't none of y'all do that. <laughs> now, I need for her and Karatsev to go sit down somewhere. They need to, because they too busy. Right, and, they too now, busy. I have seen footage that Karatsev is on vacation. He owns some island or whatever. So, no, so, so good, good for him. Uh, Krachikova needs to go to an island too and, and recharge yes. and re- renew and refresh before the start of the 22 season. Cause those two, every time you looked yeah, up, they, they were playing and that, and you know, and that <laughs> ends up affecting your results. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we saw when Andy Murray was going after number one that year and he played all them tournaments at the end. He was done going into the next season. Done. Baked. Yeah, right, (laughs) right, right. So, yeah, you got to take that down. You got to take some time off. Get your downtime in. So hopefully they are doing what you were saying. And we'll be able to tell because if they come out there and they start taking them L's early, we can be like, "Mm mm-hmm, y'all didn't go sit down. Yeah, and it's funny. I just saw Miles' uh, comment that okay. it already feels like the tennis season is about to start next week. I know. It really does, which you is know, just way too soon. Because this whole December swing is going to be gone before you know it. And you know what? I don't have the information in front of me, but we already know that you've got um, women, uh, some people from the women's tour going down for that exhibition in South mm-hmm. Africa next that month. Exhibition. And you got that's, Venus that's going, right. you got Sloan Stevens going, you got Martina Hingis going, you know, I forgot who else is going, but mm-hmm. like they said, they don't even really relax in the off season. Cause they're making that coin on that exhibition circuit. Correct. Correct. It, it It's crazy. And then I'm see, I'm looking at Miles's question here as far as uh, the longer off season. I, I mean, I I've always been um, a big advocate for it. Um, I always compare all sports actually to football. Uh, I love football, and I feel like football is they do the best in my opinion of balancing between off season and actual you know uh, uh, preseason and and the regular season playoffs. I just feel like they allow enough time for you to get real hungry for the sport again. And and because when, you know, when right. that that July, August time frame rolls around, it's like, oh, oh, football time is coming. It's coming. Right. And, and I right. don't think that you get enough downtime to miss tennis. And, you know, is that good? Is it bad? I guess it just depends on each individual's perspective. But for me, I do actually wish there were a longer offseason. How about you, Bryce? How do you feel about that? Yeah, um. Or at least that they restructure it somehow, right? Because I under mm-hmm. look, I understand the players that are not ranked in the top fifty to one hundred. You know, they they need to play because they need to make some money, right? They right. need to live, they right? To make them so I almost feel right. like maybe there's there's even a circuit 
that plays during a certain mm-hmm. part, like the back end of the final quarter of the year, right, or something like that. And it's for players. You can't be ranked inside the top 100. Right. I mean, there needs to be something mm-hmm. where I'm, I'm yeah. always interested in ideas that help try to spread the wealth in the sport. Right. Uh, right. We don't need anything more right. for the people. And I'm going to say top 100, because from what I understand, if you're in the top 100, yeah. you're OK. Right. Yeah. You but you have people. Yep. We were looking at somebody's ranking the other day. I'm not going I'm not going to call their name out because I kind of like them a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But their their singles <laughs> ranking was like one thousand and something. And I was like, I didn't even know it was that many. People, right? You know, I start tuning out when they get below one hundred and fifty. Right, so, exactly. Like somebody in the one thousands. Yeah. No. You know, that's <laughs> that's an interesting thing. So, well, anyway, we're not going to get hung up on that. So, wonderful women's tour, year-ending tournament. Yes. I mean, um, Muguruza with the singles title, uh, Krychikova and Sinyakova with the doubles title. And shout out to all three of them. Shout out. So, shout out. Isaac. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> the let's go to the men's doubles. <laughs> okay, there we go. At the finals, right? Yes. I'm 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 gonna sound like a broken record here, but you know, we were we've been talking about Mektic and Pavic all season long because because they've been all season crushing it all season long. But I think once again, correct. Here's another example of a team that played so much, and and and, and it's tough because when you're playing a tournament and you're right. winning, you are playing the maximum number of matches that week. And because they won, mm-hmm. what, nine, ten That's titles right. this That's year? Right. Uh, I felt yeah. like we saw their <laughs> decline in the last part of the year. We did. I agree with you. Yeah. I, I, I just think that, like you said, I think that they were, you know, it was a little bit of the energy, uh, you know, reserves were, were in play. I think teams were, you know, kind of getting, you know, used to the playing them as well. Um, um, but overall, I think it was them not having as much energy to be able to close things out. But with all of that being said, they still had an outstanding oh, yeah. <laughs> 20, I oh, mean, yeah. dominant 2021. Yeah. Inc- incredible. Yeah, they were, they did not need the yearning championships to lock up number one team for the year. Right. They had done that by like exactly. July. Yeah, we could. Exactly. You know, <laughs> but I, but I tell you what, who they don't want to see every time they not on the A game. Right is your boy Rajiv Ram and Joe Salisbury. <laughs> they 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 love taking advantage of a subpar Mektic and Pavic. They do, they do, and they've gotten them. They've gotten them a, a few times, and again, they apparently appreciate and like that matchup. Um, so yep. so yeah, kudos. To the, and like I said, they are a strong team, man. Rom and Salisbury, that I like that tandem. I like those two. They 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 play some good ball together. If if I look at my teams that I really enjoy watching, um, again Mektikchin Pavic, right. uh, it would be Salisbury and um and uh, Rom and um I, I I still of course likes uh, uh Murray and Suarez. I don't I that's just I just like their combo. I was actually disappointed when they broke up, but very happy that they got back together right. this year. 
but those are my, those are my takes. And, and you can't be mad at the eventual champions as well. Um, Mahut and, uh, Pierre Herbert. Um, they've been off and on forever, it seems. And Herbert even, you know, kicked him to the curb and was like, I got to focus on my singles. Um, <laughs> but, but guess who came back? Well, <laughs> right. Well, but let me tell you something. I was surprised. I was surprised to read when they said mm-hmm. Joe Salisbury was the first Brit to make it to the year end championship mm. finals in doubles. I was like, Jamie Murray has never done it. I was about to say Murray hadn't been there. That's I, I was surprised to see that. And I guess, of course, Murray has made it to the year in championships numerous times. But I guess he's never made it right. to the finals. Never made it to the final to compete for the, the, the title. Huh? That's, and who knows? I would not have guessed that. Who knows? Maybe he was always taking L to the Bryan brothers. And, you know, I, I don't know, <laughs> right, you know. Right. Right. But I was surprised that that distinction went to Joe Salisbury and and uh, Jamie Murray hadn't been that person already. Yeah. Yeah. You and me both. That is very surprising. But like you were saying, going back to what you were saying, A-Bear and Mahout, I, you know what? I love it how Mahout, at, whenever they win a big title, he always looks like he is so surprised. <laughs> like, I, he does, how he did does. this happen? <laughs> How'd I do that? We fooled them again. (laughs) You know? Uh, But they are such a good team, and they play so well together, and and just props to them for for taking the title. Absolutely. And you got to love, you know, Mahu was the one that was always had his kids running down on the court, giving them a hug, and now Pierre got his little little baby up on the little cup. I was like, that's very, Uh very nice. I like that. Yeah. So that was a good tournament. So yes, let's transition to the singles over here. The fellas, the fellas on the singles, man, bonkers, dude, bonkers. Now the two people we thought would go three and zero went three and zero. Okay, I mean, mm-hmm. we yes. we really thought the final was going to be Djokovic and Medvedev. Oh, I did. I'm sorry. I shouldn't speak for you. I did. Did did I? Well, you know what? I okay. So I did actually have Zverev taking out uh, Joker in the semis, but I actually had Medvedev winning. So my surprise was Zverev <laughs> got up in there. He was like, "You know what? <laughs> I'm tired of you beating on me, um, and, and we're gonna rectify this today." Um, yeah. Well. Let's before we get there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on in this whole thing to talk about. That is for sure. Uh, all right. So first of all, Medvedev handled his business right. He yes. went through. He did what he needed to do, um, and and got to the finals. Zverev meeting mm-hmm. Djokovic in the semifinals, which is like once again mm-hmm. this rematch of the Olympics, the, the match that stopped yep. Djokovic's run for the Golden Slam. Uh, I guess I just thought in my mind, and maybe this just speaks mm-hmm. to how well Zverev is playing, or if there's a mental thing going on with Djokovic now, I just would have thought after that L, mm-hmm. he would have beaten Zverev about six or seven times in a row convincingly. convincingly after that 
Right, right. Convincingly. I mean, I just, I just would have thought that's what Djokovic would have done. But apparently, the verb is like, dude, I, I am immune to whatever you are throwing out. <laughs> I can hit you off the court at will. Yep. I, you know, the yep. matches can be tight. I'm not going to crack because I got confidence against you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Djokovic is getting to the point where he checking the draw to see where Zverev is in the draw. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's doing the same thing with Medi as well. But I agree with you. I think that he's actually got a, a serious fear of meeting up with Zverev. And I, it's funny because Djokovic has seen this before. Um, he was he always had to basically go through Nadal and Federer to be able to win a right. championship. Now I think he's going to have to go through Zverev and Medvedev to win a championship. Right. I, yeah. Um, I mean, and, and of course, I personally love to see it. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I think what we're starting to see now is that one-two battle, I think is going to clearly be between Medvedev mm-hmm. and Zverev. Because Cece Paz, whether it's his bathroom yes. breaks or the, what's going on with his daddy <laughs> or his elbow, or the, he's going right. to always have some other storyline going on with him. Correct. I do think if Correct. we can get, I do think if we can get a healthy team back, he he's in that circle as well. But you know what's interesting, and I think this is a matchup thing. I think mm-hmm. team, if he can get back to hundred percent, I do see team having some really strong battles with Zverev. But for whatever reason, I just think Medvedev mm-hmm. will smack team up. I just, re- <laughs> I just, I just, I just, I see, I see Dominic having a very hard time getting through Medvedev's defense, unless it's clay. Right, unless yeah, it's well. clay. I think, of course, clay, he will, he will, he will, yeah, he, he, he will be like, oh yeah, here, come on here, son. But if you put him right. on hard courts and who knows about grass, I, I'm, I'm still kind of indifferent with both of them on grass, but, Hardcore, I think he's right. going to struggle mightily to get through Medvedev. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, now, talk to me about the finals. I mean, so, you know, you and I had both picked Medvedev to win. Why didn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what's interesting, Bryce? I, I, I just think that, again, best two out of three. So Zverev, mm-hmm. you know, not tired. I think he he fought a strong fight against Djokovic. And I think his confidence was really high because I think he was looking at it like, okay, now I didn't stop the number one player on multiple occasions. And you know what, uh, Medi, I done done you some favors. So I already took him out. You know, uh, I took uh, at least took a ton of energy right. out of him for that U.S. Open uh, that allowed you to really have an easy time getting your win and getting your Grand Slam title. Um I think he just went in there with mad confidence. And I was, I just feel like it was a faster court. So of course it's really harder to defend on a fast, hard court, a fast indoor hard court. And I think he finally just said, I'm going, you know, I'm, I'm going out. I'm, I'm a hit and I'm a hit strong. And Zarev has enough power to get through Medvedev's defense on a fast, hard court. So that, that's my, at least, evaluation of the matches. Right. I think he had confidence, and he went out there and he swung out 
And because of that, he was able to take the match. Now, you saw the match. I'd love to see or hear what your thoughts were right. on that matchup. You know, what? I really can't, you know, say anything different than what you said. Uh, you know, Medvedev, Medvedev is a little bit like Djokovic, meaning mm-hmm. he can lo- he can play well and still lose if you hit him off the court. Now, granted, for both of those guys, Djokovic and Medvedev, that's a tall task. Right, you know, your your average bear ain't going to go out there and hit Djokovic (laughs) nor Medvedev off the court. But for that, that select few that can on their, like when it's Mm -hmm. their day and they can, your Karatsevs, your Zavers, your uh, maybe a team, uh, you know, it's it's only probably a handful of them that can do it. Um, mm-hmm. And I felt like that's what happened. I felt like Zavera played within himself. You know, it wasn't a lot of unforced errors. There were a lot of winners. Um, right. And Medvedev just could not break through. Um, because Medvedev, you know, for, mm-hmm. for people mm-hmm. that aren't paying attention. Medvedev's game is very defensive. Can he, can he hit some offensive shots? Absolutely. But he ain't yes. a go toe to toe against another offensive player. Mm-hmm. You know, his bet is I'll get one more ball back right. than you and you will miss. But when that other person is not missing, mm-hmm. Medi can take the L. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. And, and there are certain players that will be able to hang with him in that regard. And, and you know, because we even saw it with uh, with Salty Center. Uh, he ended up, you know, taking him to a really tough three-setter, seven-six in the third. Um, again, he's all power. So he was pushing him. He was he was pushing him around, and it got real tight at the end. But Medvedev was able to, you know, to me, that was more of a mental uh, thing. Uh, than anything else uh but but uh but yeah there are like you said a couple couple uh, there are a couple of players out there that can but the conditions have to be right and to me a fast hard court is where you're going to it's going to have to be that if you're going to get through medi because if it's just a regular hard court or even a slow hard court you're going to struggle and you know miles once again is bringing up another point which you know i, I wasn't gonna make a big deal about it because i don't think it played a mm-hmm. huge huge role but medvedev did look a little tired and i think for him he right, you know right. he he's had a long season as well and let's not forget some of these guys you know we're saying like the regular tour is kind of over but davis cup is still out there that's true so that some true. of them still Crazy. aren't done and you know russia <laughs> we know Russia right. is is coming for the team competitions. Of course. So right? um so yeah, uh and by the way, we will cover um Davis Cup. We probably just won't cover it in the episode, but follow us on social media, you know, we'll be staying on yeah. top of it there. But um there you go. Yeah, man, but once again, shout out to Zverev, you know, great win. And when, you know, you take out the number one and number two players in the world, you, you, you really earned it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're making a statement. <laughs> you are making a statement. <laughs> I'm, com- I'm, I'm right. coming for you. I'm right. coming for you. Yeah. So, you know, again, not a fan of Zverev, but at the same time, he is really pushing his game to that next level. And I, I definitely would not be surprised if we saw him winning some, 
some potentially big big titles next year. Right, right. So anything you want to say in summary about the year? Now, listeners, as a reminder, uh, either it'll be like the very end of this year or the very beginning of next year, we will do our annual BOT awards. So we're we're, we're going to give you who we think really did it and who didn't do it in 2021. But not talking about right. the awards, but just your overall impressions of the 2021 season. Yeah, for me, Bryce, I would say that it was a great recovery from 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, everything has was all built around the pandemic. And I thought that even starting out the year at the Australian Open with all of the craziness that they had to deal with in order to just put that tournament on, um, I just feel like that the season has gotten better and better. Uh, there were some great competitive matches this year and uh, just some great tennis, man. I think that people were really, really enjoying the tennis that 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 we were given and um overall just just happy with 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 what we saw how about yourself man what's your what's your review you know what this year represented for me what's it that? represented um how do i put it um tennis is going to be okay this was a mm-hmm. year that yep. we didn't see a I'm going to say we didn't see a lot of the big three, even though we saw a lot of Djokovic. But, you know, you didn't see a lot of Roger. You didn't see a lot of Rafa. Heck, you didn't see a lot of team. Right. Uh, You know, uh, you did have Djokovic in there. You didn't see a lot of the Williams sisters. And these are the names that have carried the tours for the last 20 years. And guess what? It was a great year. I mean, one of the best matches we had all year was yeah. that U.S. Open final between Raducanu and Fernandez. Now, who even 30 days right. before yep, the U.S. Open right. would have predicted that the finals was going to be Raducanu and Fernandez? They wouldn't have even predicted that. You know? So, it's for me, it was just kind of a like, you know, 2021 Tennis is going to be okay, even if we don't have the big three and we don't have the Williams sisters. So, uh, and oh, so a couple of things. And Isaac, I don't know if you know you're on mute, um, but if that's intentional, I'll go ahead and roll with it. Um, there are a couple of things that we have not talked about, uh, and one in particular, and we know we haven't talked about it yet, um, and that is the King Richard film. Um, We have some very exciting shows coming up for you all regarding the King Richard film. So we're not going to talk about it now because we're saving it all for for those shows, and we're very excited to bring those to you. Um, But the one thing that I do want to say is if you have not seen it yet, please, please, please go see King Richard. And I'm, I'm going to tell you this too, not just having been um, a Williams sisters Richard fan. It has nothing to do with that. This ha- is by far the best tennis movie I've ever seen. Um, as and 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 I know that's a low bar. I mean the 
the tennis movies that have come out have really been pretty bad, uh, in my opinion. Um, and I think King Richard has set a new standard for the, the, the tennis, for a tennis movie and how good it can be. And for those, and, and, and the cool thing is, you know, I, I have followed the Williams sisters story since it was a story to follow. Um, and the thing for me is I love the fact that I felt like, even though I felt like I knew everything about the story, it was still revealing and it was still captivating. And, you know, I hope several of the actors in, in this film get some sort of Oscar nomination. It just, all I'm going to say is if you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor, whether you're going to the theaters or you're watching it on HBO Max at home. If you are a tennis fan, you have to watch this film. Absolutely agree. And sorry about that, folks. Apparently I got kicked out, but I'm back now. Yeah, back now. <laughs> and I agree. I heard the majority of what you said, my friend. And yes, that King Richard is just incredible. It gives you the feels. Uh, you know, you, you'll get teared up. Yep. I mean, just it, it's it's just if you're a true tennis fan, and I mean seriously, it, it'll move you because that was to me a very, very touching film and it was it was awesome that they were able to shed some light on the journey that 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 the Williams sisters and particularly Richard have 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 uh taken in order to get where they are uh it was really great but like I said we're gonna stop there because we got King Richard content coming for you guys (laughs) so yeah that we did yes so (laughs) now before we end um something else we have not talked about is clearly over the if you follow us on social media over the last 10 days we've been in Indian Wells uh for world team tennis and it's been great now granted the crowds aren't there you know it's an off-season time in Indian Wells and and all of that but the tennis has been great it has been amazing. It has The been. vibe there has been great. Uh, you've seen all the interviews we've done. Everybody's so just... We, we were... Isaac, tell the truth. We were actually sad when we left last night, right? <laughs> we, we were. We were. Because it was like we had gotten a great routine uh, seeing a lot of the people, you know, the folks in the media, the volunteers there, uh, the, the DJ. I mean, we, we, we were making some really really good contacts and just having a lot of fun with everybody on the grounds. And uh, even the security group, I mean, as we were walking through the right. game, they were like, y'all gone, gone, just go. We, we, y'all been here so much. We know you gone. And, and that, that right. felt good. You know, that felt really good. Well, and Isaac, this is what I wanted you to help me do. I made a little small list here of just All some right. people that I want to give a shout out to that we want to give a shout out to uh f- over those yes. last 10 days we were there and then just feel free to interject whatever you want to say about these people you know shout out to dave the announcer at world team tennis <laughs> dave yes voice. that's a guy from philly um <laughs> shout right. out to doug over the camera crew um yeah just just Dougie. a great guy i uh, can't wait to to work with him again uh I don't even know if we have enough words for Grant. 
Oh yeah. See, no, we don't. We don't because Grant is <laughs> Grant is the baller, man. He 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 is a a young man who really really stepped up and helped uh, us and 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 just with the interviews and everything that you saw, that was that was Grant right there. So he he is our dude. Yep. Yeah, he was over media. Yes. So he, you know, like Isaac said, all those interviews you saw, we probably wouldn't have had hardly any of those without him. So shout out to you, Grant. Isaac, I know you want to shout out Patricia and concessions. <laughs> Patricia. Yeah, like I said, folks, ne- hey, you always got to know when somebody got food. Man. So <laughs> right. We was at the concessions and our girl Patricia, she had great energy and was just always showing us love. So shout out, Miss Patricia. Yes, sir. I want to personally shout out all five of the coaches of World Team Tennis. Kamal, yes. uh, Rick Leach, John Lloyd, J.L. DeJager, and uh, our God, Luke. Our God, Luke <laughs> Jensen. <God>. By the <laughs> way, he'll be on the show, you guys. So you're going yes. to get all of that when he comes on the show. Uh <laughs> They, that was probably the best collection of coaches there could have been there. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more, bro. They, those are some outstanding gentlemen. Seriously. Shout out to WTT employee Carlos, who also is a coach for Columbia Women's Tennis. Another guy who's going to be on our show. That's right. Can't wait to get, uh, get you on here, Carlos. Come on, man. Right. Come on, man. Give me the shout out on Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Oh, we love Jeff. Jeff is awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's a teaching pro, and um, yes. he's going to be on the show as well, and he's got a little something extra he's going to be bringing out. Oh, yeah. Jeffrey is the dude, y'all. Just just, just know he's got a lot that he's going to be bringing to the table. That is for sure. And we're not going to even spend any time talking about Gerald. Just like, y'all will well. know when it's time to know. All right? <laughs> Just just a little bit later down the road, y'all going to be like, oh, that's who Gerald was. That's who Gerald yeah, was. That, hey, Gerald, yes. we're looking at you. It's all good. That's right. That's right. Um, have I don't even have the words for our sisters on tennis. Oh, my goodness. Elisa and Angela, come on now. Come on. Yeah. Uh, though, uh, they, the, the accommodations, the hospitality, um, they are truly our sisters on tennis. That's there it is. I mean, they got it. Absolutely. A hundred percent, man. Just right. Uh, awesome. Awesome right. ladies. Linda Paulding. <laughs> Linda. She taught us pickleball. <laughs> she did, y'all. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is my knees was hurt the next day. I'm gonna try and tell you. Oh my goodness. Uh but we shot. Uh, a full episode interview with her. So that, yes, I think that we're going to release that maybe next week, right? Yeah. Okay. I think so so they, right. they don't have yep. to wait too long for that. Um, you know, our guy, you know him as, as David McShade, you know, uh, that's <laughs> our guy in the desert, even though he ain't going to be in the desert too much longer. But, um, you know, right. just always a good time catching up with him. Uh, you know, when we talk about the people that That's are right. our honorary brothers on tennis, he is definitely one of them. So always good to see uh, him. Uh, Isaac, yeah, uh, your boy Will Shout with the Doubles Dave. podcast. 
That's right. Yeah, Will's uh, a double specialist, a guy out of, I believe it was Texas. That yeah, he was out, out of Texas. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just does a doubles podcast. Real nice gentleman. He was he was all over the doubles while we were there for the weekend. Uh, good guy, real good guy. Right, Isaac has already mentioned it, Danny. The DJ, look, <laughs> we became real good friends when he started playing all that Michael Jackson and Prince. Uh, <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> uh, I'll just, we'll just say this. When we were walking out of the stadium for the last time, he saw we were walking out and he threw on Michael Jackson's Remember the Times. And it was like, okay, that's our guy right Right. There. Right. That's our guy. <laughs> um, shout out to Hall of Fame legend Mark Woodford, who we didn't know was as cool as that. Right? Hall of Famer, y'all. What? He's, 17 doubles, Grand Slams. Come on right. now. Uh, it, he's coming on the show, too, by the way. So. By the way. Yeah, yeah just know so, this. Right. <laughs> Isaac, the last shout-out I'm, I'm uh, that I had written down that I'm going to throw over to you, uh, Sybil? Oh, Sybil. Yes. So we, okay. So we got to frame up this story. So we at, we're, at the, we're at the City Taste of Tennis event and uh, I'm talking to Bryce and we were talking to Bill Riddle, who we got to also Bill, the shout out Bill, for. Come on. Shout out to Bill Riddle, our, our new on. best friend in tennis, new best right? Friend. That's our dude, y'all. Bill Riddle is the dude. Right. So we're talking to Bill Riddle and uh, uh, Sloan's mother, Sybil, Sloan Stevens. <laughs> yes, that's Sloan. Her mother is co- comes up. And so we're talking. I think I'm like, oh, well, she must be here just to talk to Bill because, you know, I, she don't know us. And so she was walking <laughs> up and was just, you know, very politely trying not to be rude or anything. And so I was just like, yeah, no, you know, no, no, go ahead. You know, thinking she's there to talk to Bill. She was just like, I just wanted to meet you guys and talking to us. <laughs> I was like, what? What? <laughs> you are Sloan Stevens' mama, Grand Slam champion, Sloan Stevens. You want to talk to us? <laughs> you want to meet us? You want to give us flowers? Come on now. Yeah, that, that was really cool. But she, such a sweet and genuine lady. Um, Wonderful. It, it was amazing Wonderful. meeting her. So hopefully we'll we'll engage with her many more times down the road. But uh, yeah, yes. that that, yes, that was yes, that yes. was a good moment. That was beautiful moment. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sure there are some people that we forgot. Let's let's always make sure we're throwing that strong shout out oh, to our city and AS yes. friends. It Come hit on. me right. It uh-huh. hit me right when you said that. I was like, how can I not? <laughs> yes, Look, sir. Come they on. they know what they mean to us, Penny and Judy, Judy and Pablo and Brian and, Pop- and, Brian and, and Richie. Richie. City Case of Tennis. Come on, 2022. AYS Sports Marketing. There you go. Come on. Uh, So we just wanted to not only shout out these people, but to let you all know that, you know, our brothers on tennis family is really growing. And, you know, one of the things that I tell people all the time, I know, Isaac, you've heard me say this several times. um, What makes me most proud about the tennis community, Isaac and I were, you know, we were, nobody knew us. You know, uh, when we started this and even without knowing us, every when I talk about players, coaches, officials, sponsors, everybody has been so nice and welcoming and helpful. I mean, granted, 
you know, we're going to keep it real with you. There are about two or three we got on the list, right? We, there's two or three we got on the list. <laughs> right. But of all the people we met, to only have two or three people that maybe didn't rock with us the way that we thought, you know, they should have, everybody else has just been wonderful. And that makes me very proud to be a part of this sport where um, people are that gen- generous and that welcoming and that loving. I don't know. What do you think, Isaac? That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, exactly. I just think that everyone has just been so, again, welcoming, uh, just so friendly and so uh, genuine, I think, is the, the, uh, the term that I would use is, you know, no one's trying to put on airs or be a certain way. And, and it's the same with us. We bring in who we are to the table, and that's all we can do. We're not right. trying to fake the right. funk or do anything like that. We are bringing ourselves, right. and and luckily, it is it is um, it is being received in a very very nice way. So yeah. I'm very happy. Right. So well, anyway, that concludes our shout outs for um, for Indian Wells, and we will be back in Indian Wells in March when the mm-hmm. the tournament is normally scheduled, but. Um, in terms of our regular shows, Isaac, this is it for 2021. Um, Wrap yeah. it. Wrap it. Hey, <laughs> stay on the lookout for our interviews. We're going to start pumping those out here in a week or so. And I think you're going to really enjoy most of them. Yes. So. All of them. What do you mean most? All of them. You will what? enjoy all of them. They're they're they'll, look, they'll, excellent. They'll enjoy them because we're going to make them good. But, you know, but, you exactly. know, people have, you know, different interests. Like, oh, I like this person more than that person. But you're right. They'll enjoy all of them, you know. Mm-hmm. They're going to be good. Yeah. Uh, Trust us. So anyway, we're going to go ahead and sign off because we're going to go jump on, on IG real quick just to chat it up a little bit there. But um, thank you for rocking with us in 2021 on behalf of the podcast. This has been your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Everyone, have a wonderful new year.